Welcome to Shape It Up Over 40 podcast. This podcast is for women over 40 who are ready to ditch the diet mentality and get answers to why you do what you do so that you can not only achieve your weight loss, but you can keep it off for life. I'm your host, Nicole Simonin, and welcome to the Shape It Up Over 40 podcast. everybody welcome to shape it up and today we are talking about how to use your mental muscle to lose weight I know a lot of you feel that it's definitely move more eat less and I agree with that but I feel like there's a missing component between all that because there are a lot of people that eat less and move more and they're still not seeing the results that they want to see and what I have found over my I don't know, past five years of kind of diving into cognitive behavioral therapy, I really found it's really what's going on between your ears that is really holding you back and is, is kind of um, preventing you from getting what you say you want to get. So in today's um, podcast, we're going to talk about how to use your mental muscle to lose weight. So when you think about getting in shape, do you tend to think about how you want to look? Like, I can't wait for underneath my arms to stop wiggling, or I can't wait until my tush gets rounder and more lifted, or I can't wait for my abs to be flatter. But again, we really want to focus on the mental muscle as opposed to all the external stuff. Because once you get your mindset in the right spot, all that other stuff kind of falls in place. This is what I work on with my clients, not just giving them great programs that they can do to get them the results and not just helping them with nutrition, but also trying to figure out why it is they do the things that they're doing. And especially when it's sabotaging you, you, um, you know, figuring out why you're not moving forward as you know, when you say you want to move forward. So your mental muscle is your brain, right? And it's not just like, if you've listened to me at all, there's, there's like two sides of the brain that we like to use. And one is the primitive brain, which is the side that wants to keep you safe. It wants to keep you in the cave. It doesn't want you to try new things. It really gravitates towards pleasure and um, comfort. And that serves us in the sense that we don't go running out in traffic, um, you know, we don't like put ourselves, we don't put our hand on the stove, that kind of thing. So we do need our primitive brain. But the other side of the brain, which is a sophisticated side, is the one we really want to tap into. That is the side that has the dreams and the aspirations of doing awesomeness in this world. And what happens is, is the primitive brain is most of the time we're just running the show. And the sophisticated, like I like to think about it as like the primitive brain is like the toddler that's screaming and having a hissy fit and they're very loud. Whereas the sophisticated brain is very quiet and demure and, and like you, so you don't always hear the sophisticated brain over the screaming primitive brain. So mindset is vitally important, especially when you want to achieve fitness goals or weight loss goals really any kind of goals, right? A lot of this transpires into other things. Like I find that when I work with clients, you know, we start off with weight loss, but yet other, the things that we're talking about kind of trickle into other aspects of their life. So, so it's not just all about weight loss. You can apply it to different things. So 
your mindset really needs to be rock solid as far as understanding why you think the way you do. And it's really easy to be lazy. It's really easy to kind of go to that primitive brain and, and want comfort. And that's totally normal. And I'm not saying that you can't have comfort, but most of the time you kind of need to be uncomfortable in order to get to your goals. I, you know, we like comfort. We like things when they're just handed to us, when it's easy. We like to procrastinate and do things tomorrow and really got to kind of flex that mental muscle and just kind of plow through it in the right sense. So here are my top tips for flexing your mental muscle. Now, some of you are not going to like what I have to say, but we need to stop with like the participation trophies. If you find that you're the type of person, and I can totally relate to this because I grew up in the dance world, but if you are constantly looking outside of yourself for validation, whether you're good enough, whether you look the right way, quote unquote, or, um, you know, trying to get feedback from other people on how you should or shouldn't do something, you want to kind of take in that validation. Like, I'm not saying don't get opinions from people, but honestly, it's really comes from inside. You have to be able to validate yourself before you can accept other people's validations. So don't get me wrong. I feel like we should celebrate all the little things in our lives and all the steps forward that we make. But it's kind of like the scenario, like when you were younger, if you had to earn money to buy your first car or a car or anything, you probably worked really hard to earn that money and to be able to buy that car. I know for me, I saved up money for back in the day, right? A a big stereo system and a TV. And I was so excited when I could save up that money and put it towards, you know, the stereo and the TV. And, and to this day, I mean, we're talking 30 some years later, I still like, I'm proud of that moment because I saved the money. I did what I needed to do and I was able to make the purchase. It's the same thing when weight loss comes in, you know, you got to put forth the effort. I think a lot of us feel like we're entitled to weight loss because we moved more and we ate less. A lot of times we want things yesterday, right? Especially in today's society, we want everything instantaneously. But nothing worth having really comes easy. Think about it. You know, a lot of the things that you were given, like if you were given things, you don't really value them as much um, unless you worked hard to get them. So going back to the participation trophy, like I don't feel like every kid should have a participation trophy. I love that kids participate in sports and I think we should build them up and you know, encourage them to do things. But when you get out in the adult world, you're not getting participation awards. You know, you don't, you only get a bonus if you've gone above and beyond the call of duty or whatever you're expected to do. You don't get bonuses for just clocking in and doing your, your regular hour. Uh, and I feel like that's why a lot of us settle for mediocrity. And I know I don't want to be an average person and I don't want my kids to be an average person. And it's not so much a competition between other people as it is, I feel like we should be leveling up every time, every every day pretty much. You know, being a better person and being a better person in this world is going to make the world so much better. Could you imagine if everybody was like the best version of themselves that they could be? I mean, the world would be amazing. It, I truly think it would be awesome. And we all know we're not going to excel in everything that we try, and that's okay. But if you're giving 100% and you're all in, 
that's where the reward comes in. So if your self-worth is really tied in a participation trophy, and let's say you didn't win first place, are you gonna let that destroy all hope of ever winning? Or are you gonna use that as fire to increase your mental muscle so the next time you will get to first place? And it might not be that next time, it might be time later. So it's the same thing with weight loss. Like, like if I gave you a pat on the back every day, you followed your plan and your workout, you know, that's a participation trophy. But if you don't keep pushing yourself each time, each day to become a better version or learn from your mistakes, then when you get to your goal, I mean, that's when the big celebration happens. That's when the, the excitement, that's when you won first place. You have to be aware of what you're doing. So to increase your mental muscle, you need to know how you think and what makes you tick. So why do you do the things that you do? Are you constantly in reaction mode? Like if somebody says something to you, do you react? Or um, do you fly off the handle at certain situations? Do you feel like you're constantly putting out other people's fires? Do you feel less than when you're in certain conversations or around certain people? Be aware of how you act and around people and in certain situations. And also be aware of the thoughts that come up. Um, I was talking with a client this morning and they were talking about how um, a, a, their spouse had said something and they were very triggered by it and it was something about their weight loss goals and they were very triggered by it and you know wanted to react to it and not that you can't react to it but I was trying to get her to the point where just being aware that if you're triggered by something someone says that's a red flag that's something you need to kind of dive into and understand why you're reacting to that situation. The tagline of Shape It Up is kind of in part the next tip. So my tagline is get fit, be fierce, have no limits. And in the have no limits part of the tagline is kind of how I want to live my life. And it's not have no limits, meaning I'm going to go skydiving tomorrow. That is not it at all. <laughs> it is more about having no limits to what I can think, what I can attempt, um, and it can be on any level. So like if that sentence have no limits scares you, I think you're thinking of it too, like, like, you know, death is going to come upon you type thing. Um, whereas I feel like have no limits means you really could do whatever you want to do as long as you put your mind to it. So whether that's like one push up on your toes, that could be limitless for you. You know, that could be something that you want to step out of your comfort zone and go for it. So it doesn't have to be some big crazy thing. Like I think skydiving's crazy. Like I don't think I'd ever want to skydive ever. No. <laughs> um, but it could be just as simple as starting a new exercise program or even trying a new vegetable. Those are the things like if you can expand your limits in your brain and what you're willing to do, you're gonna open up a whole new world. A lot of times fear is what is holding us back and fear comes really from not knowing the outcome or assuming you know the outcome. Or even worse, when people tell you what they think the outcome is going to be. These people are usually well-intended, but they can't determine the future. Only you can really determine your future. So you get to decide if weight loss is your goal. You get to decide how committed you are and how 
much energy you want to put into that goal. That's how you determine whether you're going to reach your goals or not. That and not giving up, right? If you never give up, you're always going to get one step closer to your goal. So don't fear change because if you aren't changing, you're really not living and never stop learning and growing. Another aspect is you have to take control of your mind. We become of um, we become what we think of most. And a lot of times, like we have a lot of thoughts throughout the day. I think something crazy like 65,000 thoughts a day. So out of those thoughts, we want most of them to be sophisticated brain thoughts. You're going to have primitive brain thoughts no matter what, but just be aware of them and just kind of accept that they're there and they are there for a reason, but it doesn't mean you have to listen to them. Um, so here is a, I read this in a fortune cookie uh, a while ago and it says you can't stop a bird from landing on your head, but you can keep it from building a nest, which is interesting. Cause like, so the thoughts that you have, they're going to be in your head, but it doesn't mean that you have to hold on to them and keep them and, and hold them in your, in your brain and your thought process. You get to think whatever you want. Nobody can tell you otherwise. Another aspect is, is what are your self-limiting beliefs? Do you believe that you're always going to be overweight because it's in your genetic makeup? Do you believe that you can never lose weight or be healthy and fit because none of your family are? Is this really true? I know plenty of people who swore that genetics um, were holding them back and all they needed to do was switch the way that they were thinking and get the right nutrition and fitness plan in place and it all comes together. To be mentally strong, you really need to focus on the physical and the mental. So like Olympians, they don't just rely on their talent to get them gold medals, they practice all in right they visualize how they want to be when they're swimming in the olympic pool they visualize them running on the track they don't just go through the motions and you know go through their workouts they have a definite plan they're definitely thought driven um and that's what motivates them and pushes them each day because i'm sure there are olympians that wake up in the morning and they're like oh i don't want to do this but they do it anyway, right? So here are some basics on how athletes tackle their goals. You know, the goal obviously is to be an Olympian, but then they manage, they chunk down their goals into manageable bite size. So they know what they're doing each day or each hour or whatever, however small you need to chunk it down. You can do this too. So like if your weight loss goal is 20 pounds or 50 pounds, you know, that's your big goal. And then you chunk it down into what you can do daily or even you know, like per meal, that kind of thing. They focus on improving their mistakes. So a lot of times when we make mistakes, we have it, these thoughts that like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure, I can't do it, or this isn't working for me, or I should just go back to what I was doing three months ago, and you go back and forth and back and forth. But if you just looked at it as a learning experience, look at the data, look at the facts, and then learn from it. Don't make it about yourself. It has nothing to do with you. That's where the mindset comes in as far as like separating yourself from what you're doing and the um, reaction that you're having about that. So like when you step on a scale, if that number comes up and you don't like that number, it has nothing to do with you as a, a valuable person, as someone who's worthy. It just means that that's what it is. You did something that 
didn't fall into place or or you know maybe something's going on that we don't you don't know about so athletes rely on feedback from their coaches and they make the necessary adjustments needed they also ditch their ego again this is kind of like separating yourself from the drama of weight loss and just kind of focusing on the facts they also aim to master their goals one of the blog posts that um i had done before was about how um, i think it's malcolm gladwell he says you have to in order to master something you need to do ten thousand hours of it to be quote unquote a master and a lot of us have become masters of giving up on diets and then going back on the diet rather than just being a master of like okay i'm gonna spend ten thousand hours with nicole on this program to become a master at what she's teaching that kind of thing also the biggest thing is they learn and enjoy the process not just the end result you have to be able to figure out how to have fun through the process and learn the skills that you need through the process of losing weight in order to maintain the weight at the at when you're at your goal we've all heard stories about people who lost you know 40 50 hundreds of pounds they get to their goal weight and then they gain it all back and then sometimes even more so you have to learn to be able to go through the process and enjoy the process right not beat ourselves beat ourselves up but enjoy the process and then when you get to the goal you're still happy you're still content you're still enjoying life you just now at your goal weight be the forever student so constantly learning things will flex your mental muscle and it's not just actual like textbook stuff or learning how to combine your foods for you know the ideal meal that kind of thing Yes, that's helpful, but a lot of times it's really learning new things about yourself and how you think about things and why you do the things that you do. It doesn't matter where you're starting from, whether you're a brand new beginner, whether you're an intermediate, whether you've done a thousand diets, it, it really doesn't matter where you've, you're starting. The key is to keep going, don't quit. For those of you who like to dive into the internet and research everything, there's a point where you have to go, okay, I've got enough information. Stop being a passive learner and start doing something. Put something into action. So here are some take home points. Learning how to navigate your mindset can be learned. It's a skill set. Again, this is what I teach my clients. This is what I coach them on and I help them and everybody is totally different. So working with me and really kind of diving into why you think the way you do and what's kind of holding you back can be a learned skill set. And I teach that in my online program. The other thing is never stop learning, especially from your mistakes and treating your mistakes as a neutral fact. They have nothing to do with your self-worth. The other thing, have no limits to what you can accomplish and earn it. You got to earn your sit time. You got to earn your rewards. They're so much more satisfying when you earn it rather than you just kind of give into it. So that is all for me today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Take care.